0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Scott sent me a story, and it's interesting because I just mentioned a concept a couple days ago about how sometimes when you go to court and you file a lawsuit, a court can actually reject your lawsuit and so say you have not exhausted your administrative remedies yet. And so the question is, how often would that happen, that there's an administrative remedy for you that you've got to go through before you can file a lawsuit? And here's an example. This is from Atlanta, from Fox 5 Atlanta. Dana Fowle wrote this, empty Atlanta lot with no water line gets nearly $30,000 bill, owner appeals and loses. So he went through the administrative process. He's apparently exhausted that and he's also lost. Now he had a victory along the way, but this is a strange story. A small Metro Atlanta business owner fought the water company over a large water bill and he lost. He appealed and he lost again. Now here's the thing. The address in question didn't even have a water line. So they can't explain why he would owe this money other than some weird, mysterious question such as maybe somebody was stealing the water from your property or something. It doesn't make any sense. So the Fox 5i team has reported on this for several months about the Department of Watershed Management's appeals process where it's very hard to win a case, apparently because here's a guy who got no water but owes $30,000. So they spent uh, time and studied a year and a half of cases appealed by customers of this water service. In these situations, when Watershed denied adjustments to disputed bills, customers would then go to the Sewer and Water Appeals Board. They would lose 80% of the time. So your odds of winning are 1 in 5. So one man here says it was a kangaroo court, to be honest. He's a frustrated business owner and an Atlanta City taxpayer. He's describing dealing with the Department of Watershed Management's appeals process. He runs a small family-owned company that is a construction company, and they appealed a $30,000 bill that they'd received. Now, higher-ups in the company had said that he was right, but their decisions were overturned in an email To the DWM, the uh, construction company owner called the appeals board's decisions criminal. Let's go back now to where it all began. So the contractor told the TV station, we bought this land several years ago, and there was no home there. There was also no water meter. So he's been building and renovating in the city for more than 20 years, and part of his routine is he orders the water meter when he starts the process. So the department installed a water meter on the property, but just the meter. When the meter was installed, there was not a foundation, so there's nothing for them to connect to, but the meter was there. It was two months before he began to build a home on the land, and before the dirt was even turned over, the water meter was apparently running. (laughs) It's not funny, but it is. A month after the water meter was installed, they received an 8,000... $899 water bill, and that was supposedly for 305,000 gallons of water. Now, according to the EPA, the average family of four only uses 400 gallons uh, per month, but bills for an empty lot with no connection to the water should not be running up these bills, but they continued coming. So they finally added up $29,669.43. The Department of Water Management sent someone out to take a look and their notes indicated meter isn't connected to the house. Also, it said no leaks were found. When the water meter was finally connected in February to the newly built homes plumbing, the water bills dropped to $13.12. It sounds like the $13 bill is more accurate than, say, the uh, $8,899 bill for a month. Still, the Atlanta Watershed Management denied adjusting the bill. So the construction company filed an appeal which they've got the right to do. And he told the board, "We never used water from the meter. We used water from the next-door neighbor to rinse our tools, and that's the only water we would have needed." Now the board chair said there are only three options: use of water, loss of water, or theft of water. There's a period there when nobody's out there, you know. Your workers are not out there. Nobody's out there. And an unscrupulous character would know that you're working on the site. You know how people are, they speculated. They seemed to ask a lot of questions about theft, as if they felt as somehow in the middle of the night connecting to this water, filling up buckets, millions of gallons of water, and taking them somewhere. In a last-ditch effort after nearly a year of negotiating, the contractors appealed to a higher-up at the Department of Watershed Management and begged them to review the board's position. Now, here's the thing. They actually ruled in his favor. In an email from the utility, it was admitted that the balance was from a water leak caused by the department itself. And here's a quote from the email. The prior balance on the account reflected water leakage that was the result of Department of Watershed Actions. Once the leak was addressed and the account properly adjusted, the corrected balance of the property is $219.24. And again, that sounds more accurate than... $8,000 or $9,000 or $29,000, but that relief was short-lived. I got a phone call from the Department of Watershed Management that they have escalated this to someone higher in the legal department and says they will not honor the previous statement that he only owed $219. A spokesperson for the utility told the Fox 5i team that was a mistake and that the nearly $30,000 bill still stands uh, they said there should not have been a request to rescind the original amount of $29,000. The amount of $219 was calculated in error. It is not reflective of the oversight that watershed management previously conducted. Clearly exhausted and angry from the process, the developer said, I'm a fairly calm person by nature, but this has gotten me. I feel like it's extortion. Now, the board said they weren't really sure what's going on here. But they hinted that they think there was theft. Someone was stealing the water. But they had no evidence of that and uh, no proof, obviously. Uh, One board member didn't seem happy with the decision to deny the bill. Uh, She even asked a city lawyer if the board could look at extenuating circumstances that could impact the situation. But she was told no. And then in the end, she voted to deny the refund. And she said that she did that very sadly, but she, she did it nonetheless. So, the construction group can now take the case to Superior Court. And that's what I was getting at earlier, is that there is an administrative process in place here. So, if the guy had simply filed a lawsuit to get this bill settled at the very beginning, the court would have said, well, you've got to go through the process of appealing that because there isn't a process, you know, there is a process in place for doing that. And it makes sense that they want you to do that, but the sad part is that it really looks like these are designed for you to go in and lose. And I'm going to tell you right now, there is one other situation I'm aware of where people go in and lose. And what I'm talking about quite often is the informal hearings for traffic tickets in the state of Michigan. Because in Michigan, you can contest a ticket, hire an attorney, go into court, fight it, work something out, whatever you want to do. But if you want to, you can do an informal hearing with no attorney, and you go in and you fight it, and you lose. You will lose. You will lose. Now, you've got the right to appeal the informal hearing to a formal hearing. So it's kind of like they're saying, look, we'll give you one earlier bite at the apple or whatever analogy you want to use there, uh, but, but you get this one earlier swing. Well, you're going to lose. And so I do know some people, and I've had people call me and ask me, and they say, Steve, I got a ticket. Should I just hire an attorney right away? Or and I always say, if you've got the time, go in and do the informal hearing. Because you might get lucky. You might get a prosecutor's board one day and go, you know something? What are you here for? You Got a clean record? We'll we'll work something out. And they'll work out something with you that might be just as good as what an attorney can do for you. And I've heard of that happening. But I can tell you just from all the people I've spoken to, people with really, really good cases go in at the informal hearing and just lose. And I've actually seen these happen because I've been in court before while informal hearings are taking place. And I've watched what happens. And I've seen people make extremely good arguments. And then, of course, the the police officer stands up and says whatever they say. And and the judge goes, well, you know, it's a preponderance of the evidence balance here. Uh, And um, I got to go with the police officer because they are a professional observer. And so they say you ran that stop sign and you say you didn't. Well, they win because they're professional and you are not. So that's just how that goes. But you do that and you go to the next process, which is the formal hearing and interestingly, formal hearings are often heard by the exact same judge who heard the informal hearing. I've seen a judge rule one way on the informal hearing and rule the other way on a formal hearing when there's an attorney present. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And so I understand that there probably are people out there who don't understand how their water bill works, and they accidentally left like their spigot on outside and let hundreds of thousands of gallons flow down their property before they realized it and shut it off. But for the most part, there should be some ability for someone to look at this and go, okay, there's a water meter at a residence, but no water connected to it. It shouldn't be racking up any charges. It's kind of like if I tell you that I've got a meter and I haven't put it in the taxi yet, And then when you jump in the taxi, I put the meter in the taxi, and you already owe me $5,000. You go, why is that? The meter wasn't in the taxi yet. I mean, this is absurd. It's absurd. And so is it possible that somebody was stealing the water? Well, the weird part is that, if I'm understanding this correctly, there's a vacant lot, okay? And then the guy has the meter installed, which is going to be presumably up near the house. And when they connect the water there's going to be a connection between the meter and the water that goes by down by the street. Isn't that how that generally works? And so that's how it works. Until that connection is made, it shouldn't be possible for him to be charged for anything. And so the way the story reads, that sounds like that's what's happening. So if that's what's happened, the fact that this appeals people don't understand that the absurdity of it blows my mind. But then again... It's a government agency, it's administrative in nature, you've got to go through it and try it, and unfortunately, it appears like it's just a gigantic waste of time, at least for 80% of the people who try it. So that's the scary part, but that's happening in Atlanta. Don't forget that Atlanta is the same place that's had buildings knocked down by accident, um, has sent notices to the wrong homes, and the wrong addresses about demolitions and so on, and those are often different stories, even though they sound alike. But here it's an empty Atlanta lot with no water line, gets a bill for almost $30,000, and the owner of the property appealed it and lost. <laughs> so now he may have to file a lawsuit to make that go away. And again, if you got to hire attorneys to do this, that's money just thrown out the window. And I understand. I apologize that I'm an attorney, but it's I, I don't control the water department in Georgia. So any place in Georgia. <laughs> I don't control any water permits anywhere, for that matter. So Dana Fowl wrote that Fox Five Atlanta ran it. Scott Senate, thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching. Leto's Law: To find joy in work is to discover the fountain of youth.